Hey, Jeff, my Rottweiler recently turned one year old, 101 pounds. I had him since eight weeks old. Your videos have revolutionized our relationship and training. Keep Ooh. doing what you're doing. Revolutionized. I don't know if I've ever gotten that compliment Ooh. before. I'll take that. Proud nice. of you. It's all worth it. I'm going to I'm planning on keep doing what I'm going to do. I'm not planning on stopping. Next. And we're live. Hey, how are you? How is everybody? We all checked in here. Yep, everybody's logged oh, in. I'm not. You're not logged in? Get into the show. It's like frozen. Give me one second. Oh, get into the show. All right. Hey, everybody. How are you? My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training with my three times a week. What would Jeff do? Tonight is Wednesday night. Wednesday, Wednesday night. And the show runs from 8 to 9.30 on Wednesday. Saturday is going to be an interesting one because Saturday I'm on the I'm on the West Coast. So actually, actually, Saturday's show might be at midnight Eastern time, 9 o'clock Pacific time, midnight Eastern time. So for all the folks over in the UK and Europe and uh, uh, Spain, um, uh, that'll be 6 o'clock in the morning for you. So you'll be able to tune in because a lot of those folks can't get tuned into the show because it's at three in the morning, even though some people have. Um, feel free to give this a thumbs up. Feel free to subscribe at the bottom and then hit your notifications. We specialize in stopping unwanted behavior. So we get a lot of folks that are drawn to my seminars. By the way, I'll be in Seattle. That's what's going on in Seattle. I heard you guys got a two inches of snow there. And believe it or not, that's enough to shut the whole city down. Everybody's freaking out. Crazy. Everybody, yeah. No, from New England, like two inches. Yeah, but from anywhere, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they're 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 totally freaking out there. Roads are closed. You can't like, yeah. We'll pick everybody up. Well, no, I mean, the, we'll rent a bus. The, where 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 where, where the, the the seminar is? It's a major area, so it's a major area. So there's there's, there's snow removed is there. So there's a couple of hotels. People might want to move into the hotels next door to it, and they can walk over. Yeah. That's all. That's always an option. We actually might end up doing that. Um. Uh, the show that we do um, on YouTube Live, you'll hear me often talk about punishment and the proper application of punishment. It's the only way to stop an unwanted behavior. Most people are struggling out there with their dogs because they're doing something they don't want. Most dogs are um, owners are not frustrated because their dog doesn't do it down necessarily. It's because of too much barking, too much jumping, too much running away, too much. Uh, growling, too much resource guarding, um, you know, name every bet, you're getting into the trash. So everybody needs to learn how to apply punishment uh, properly. And there's actually an art to it. And we will show you and explain how to do it. But we'll also talk about a lot of things. Um, I'm a big advocate of balanced training means we reward the heck out of things we like. And we also apply punishment for the things we don't like. One of the things that everyone should be remembering is don't be mad at your dog. You're not mad. You're not angry. You're not upset. You're not yelling. You're not screaming. You're just calm, cool, collected. And just matter of fact, you can't do that. It's teaching. Um, you're having a discussion with your dog that's non-negotiable that says that's not acceptable. So there's a little dollar sign down at the bottom. Feel free to make a, a top chat. That's a super chat. Your question goes up to the top. Something that YouTube has done for creators like ourselves who put um, out so much free um, free. Um, content for to help everybody so here we go here we go Bo Boatner does structured routine help dogs more because it simplifies life and removes stress constant decisions or more because it teaches to learn restraint patience both it's it, both it teaches dogs what you want lets them know what you don't want puts them into a pattern 
patterns a lot of you know wanted behaviors definitely takes away a lot of their decision making power which a lot of dogs need because this whole thing about is like this is a common thing bo oh let dogs be dogs really you really want a dog to be a dog a wild animal technically to be a try this get yourself an eight week not you bo but get yourself an eight week old puppy bring it home and don't do anything with it except for feed it and run it around the backyard. Let me know how how well that works out for you. Now, if you have an outside dog, even then you're going to struggle. But if you want a dog to travel with you, to go to restaurants with you, to go to cafes with you, to go to stores with you, to go on vacation with you, to, to be in your home and not be doing dog-like things, which is destruction and soiling and barking at things, well, then you're going to have to put down some rules. But anybody that says let dogs be dogs, they're just lazy. They're coming up with a bullshit excuse why their dog is badly behaved. That's what it is. They're just lazy using an excuse. So we find that we see that every once in a while. It's like, oh, let the like, yeah, the dog's allowed to pull on the leash. Oh, okay, because that's what dogs do. And then you talk to the people that are giving, having getting knocked over. You know, more injuries happen from dogs pulling than bites. And not only more injuries frequency, but dollar amount. Nobody's getting shoulder shoulder replacement surgery, hip replacement surgery um, uh, uh, from a dog bite. But they are from literally a dog dragging them down the street. Next. Melissa, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hello, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. How are you? Sebastian. Hey, Jeff. Last time I was here, you said the best way to stop my five-month-old from excitement staring is to get him to focus on me. How should I? With food, prongs, slip lead, etc.? Actually, I didn't say that. I shouldn't have, if I did, I shouldn't have said it. I don't go from hard staring to looking at you. I go to hard staring to punishing the, punishing the stare and then see what happens. So what can you do? Leash pop, remote collar. And then you see what the dog does. Step two, you could be, what I don't do is go, don't stare at that, stare at me. That's what I don't do. It's like, I don't redirect that. So I actually don't teach focus necessarily like a lot of people think. Dogs end up looking at us because we become very valuable to them. So what Good you night. do... Oh, hey, Angelo. Good night. Good night, Papa. Good night. That's YouTube Live. Good night, YouTube Live. Oh, yeah, Papa. Romy can't put me to bed anymore. She's being rather mean to me. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Romy. Um, so what you'll do is you can just, you know, correct the staring. Correct the story. I'm not against dogs looking at things, but all depends on what the intent is, what the intent. Um, if you want to start teaching the dog focus work, that's a whole different thing. And you can do that with food, a toy. Obviously, you have to put a verbal cue to it, um, a remote collar. There's a lot of ways to teach focus. But I don't want to stop staring by teaching it usually an alternative behavior. That, that would be step two. Next. Christy, need help stopping almost constant vocalization anytime we're not actively working, tethered, or crated. Stim just seems to increase the frequency of chirps. I've tried varying level, duration, etc. Um, I, I don't know. As far as vocalization, what does that mean? Your dog is whining. Your dog is barking. What's your dog doing? So check medical, but it's probably not medical at all. Your dog's most likely aroused. Overly aroused dogs do that. So what if you send me a videotape, of don't do this, please, because, I mean, you could if you want to, and you have to pay for a Skype session um, of your dog. And I and I observed with your dog, I'm like, you're not leaving your dog alone. Your dog's truly not doing duration work. 
your, your dog is truly not in a relaxed state. So anxious, excited, aroused dogs um, usually make noise. And a lot of people were like, oh, well, exercise them more. That doesn't help. I believe in exercise, but not to stop, not to stop that. So, you know, it's funny because there was somebody in my seminar this weekend who's trying to convince us that she has lots of rules and she knows it. It's public. Um, we, I called her out on it. And she's like, oh, yo, I don't give my dog much affection. I went to her Instagram account and there's tons of photos of her being affectionate with your dog, including the night before. So, you know, it's what does it truly look at? Can you really ignore your dog and just leave it there and then correct at the beginning every little thing for it for, for vocalization? As far as how to stop it, you got to figure out the recipe. What's the recipe? Teaching a double down with the dog's head on the ground is going to be a good thing to do. Next. Michelle. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hello. Hey, Michelle. Um, oh, another Michelle finally caught a live show. Hey, guys. Awesome. Glad to be glad you're here. Sandra waved. Um, Christy sent a heart. All right, Christy. Shane, hey guys, another great day. Want to take a second again and thank you for your time. Just wondering separation anxiety in a seven-month-old Siberian Husky. Is there a way to solve this without crate training? Yeah, possibly, but why wouldn't you want to why wouldn't you want to put your seven-month-old dog in a crate? That that's what I would ask. What's wrong with a crate other than you associate it with something negative? That's why you associate with something negative. So a crate is going to be your best family planning tool. That doesn't mean like contraceptive family planning. It means your dog historically won't destroy things, run around the house, bark in windows, and keeping it behind a baby gate or a door locked in a mudroom or a bathroom is not the same thing. Put it in a crate. Crates are not bad. Crates are not bad. If you think a crate is bad, take your dog for a drive and don't close the doors. Leave the doors and the windows wide open and see what happens. It's also for safety, meaning, yeah, your dog can just jump out. It's also for, it's also for safety. So if, if somebody wants my help, I'll tell you how to do it. But if they don't want to follow the instructions, then I can't help you. So is there a way? I'm sure there is. I'm sure somebody can tell you. But I'd like to tell you the true and try way to do it the most effectively in the quickest amount of time that's easiest for you and the dog. Because that's just how I roll. Next. Um, he also said asking for a friend who's against it. Okay. Well, don't do ne- do me do me a favor. Don't ask for a friend next time. I'm not upset with you, but if your friend is against it, stop talk. Don't talk dog training to your friend, or let your friend come on the show, or let your friend go on the internet, or let your friend look it up. It's their dog. Let them deal with it. So let let them deal with it. It's their problem. If they want to be, if they want to go through life thinking that things will just magically disappear because they're wishing for it and not doing what's hard, which is what usually people do. Like, I want to lose weight, but I don't want to stop drinking tons of alcohol, crappy food, and sitting on the couch, but I want to lose weight. It doesn't work that way. It's called effort. It's called effort. Top chat. Top chat for four ninety nine. Holding on dog training. Enjoy date night, Jeff and Linda. Hi, Joel. We will. Awesome. That's what we use the super chat money for. Thank you. Ashley, we had a fantastic time in, in down in Florida. We'll be down there again. Next. Jay Wynn. Can you explain fishing when correcting dog for whining? My dog escalates and whines some more. Yeah, fishing is imagine you th- you cast your fishing rod in and then you're going like this a little bit, and then you stop, and then you jiggle the rod, and then you maybe let some fishing line out. What it means is you're doing a – there's no magic number recipe. 
other than your dog is whining. I got a remote collar on the dog. I look at the dog. I don't look at the numbers. Is it a combination of, is it, is it Nick at one level? Is it a higher level? Is it a lower level? Is it continuous? And, and what you do is just pay attention to the dog. Try to get the dog to get its head to do down, to a double down. Next. Um, Christy, lots more snow on the way. I know. That's what we hear. If you're talking about Seattle, yep, should be an interesting seminar. Melissa posted the link to your seminars. Thank you so much. Zach, hello, guys. For everybody that's on my sound platforms, that's Jeff Gelman Seminars. Jeff Gelman Seminars. Everybody on SoundCloud, Spotify, um, uh, iHeartRadio, on Google. Um, and hey, Alexa and Siri, thanks for all the great shout outs that you're throwing people our way. Next. Um, Karen, GSD lover. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hello. Hey, Karen. KMD. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. Hope to see you guys in Vegas. Well, this is the thing. We will be there. Why won't you? <laughs> right? No excuses, guys. It's Vegas. Come on. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Next. Zach, my French Frenchy pit has almost zero drive, no food or toy drive. What are some good ways to build up his drive? So, Zach, I'm the wrong guy to ask because that's not what I do for work. That's not my level of expertise. What I would do is I would talk, to, look into sport dog training videos, sport dog training videos. Next. Oh, excuse me. Tex Canine Training. Hey, guys. Good evening. Hello, Tex. How hey, are Tex. you? Justin, beard is looking solid, Jeff. What's up, Joel? Hey, yeah. Justin. Yeah, that's what they say. That's what I th- I'm just rolling, just rolling like the ladies tell me to. Next. Victoria, my newly adopted one and a half year old dog is so sweet until he sees a stranger. Then he gets scared and starts getting aggressive. Should I start with basic obedience training with him or behavior correction? So guess what? At one point, someone said Jeffrey Dahmer is sweet too. Now, I'm not comparing your dog to Jeffrey Dahmer, but your dog's not so sweet. You only see the sweet things and you're pointing it out. See, the dog is the dog is the dog. So, so if I'm if I'm physically or mentally or verbally abusing my spouse, but I'm the president of the bank, I'm not a nice guy. If I donate a million dollars, I'm not a nice guy. I'm an asshole. I'm a piece of shit asshole for for abusing another person, especially someone of the opposite sex, but you, or or a child, someone that can't defend themselves possibly. So it doesn't make, so I'm not saying your dog's not sweet, but I'm saying is you, Victoria, I want to help you. So and the reason why, and you're brand new to my show. So hopefully you're still here and you haven't said, fuck you, Jeff, and jumped off, but get the, get, I want you to stop telling the story that your dog is so sweet. Even if it is, I want you to stop saying that out loud because what it's going to do is it's going to keep you from being successful. Because I might tell you to do something that's going to be firm and harsh and uncomfortable for the dog, and you're going to go, oh my gosh, I can't do that because my dog is so sweet. That's what happens. We're in the people business. So start. You absolutely start with basic training. If you haven't even done basic training, well, then you can't do advanced training. So you got to start with the basics. So yes, get your dog to walk on a leash next to you. Use the tools that we recommend that will empower you. Prong cowers and remote cowers. Those empower owners, those leverage the information that we share freely to advocate for you. And if somebody out there says, um, oh, it'll make it worse, no, it won't. They're lying to you or they don't know what they're doing or they don't know what they're doing. Next. Sandy. Hi, Jeff. I was the one that asked on the Monday 
asked on Monday about 11 week puppy teaching to use the stairs. The puppy is 25 pound English Mastiff. I did work with a step stool. So yeah, 25 pounds, a dog should start being able to do it, but there's also a coordination issue, confidence issue, coordination issue. So if you want to try a food lure, try a food lure, but I would definitely start getting the dog just to climb up and over single step objects for starters. Next. Um, Nodell. Hey guys, with your content, I was able to rehab my dog who bit redirected on a leash, screamed at the sight of other dogs, flailed around, etc. Can now calmly walk past other dogs. So thank you. Nodell. Thank you so much. I love all the folks that are busting their ass out there. Next. Jim Bob, what do you suggest to put the shock level at on an e-collar for a pit? Jim, it doesn't work that way. You need to learn, you need to learn how to use shock collars. If anybody tells you what level to put it at, they don't know what they're talking about. Because if you've got a hundred levels, you're going to use possibly all of them. So I want you to watch our free videos and learn how to get the working level of the collar with the dog. And guess what? Inside is one, outside is another. Inside with you is one, add another human to the mix, it's another. Then I want you to learn how to condition your dog on the collar. Then I want you to teach your dog the place command and or recall, but there's no level. In other words, it's not a magic button and it doesn't make a difference what the breed of the dog is. So I've got a high drive working dog. Here's a great example. Tex, my Malinois, will listen to me on our e-collar at a level six out of a hundred. If he sees a squirrel, he won't listen at a level 100. Think about that. So don't get, don't, it's not a level. It's not a button you push when the dog, when you want the dog to do something. That's the last thing a shock collar is. Next. Um, Jim Bob, what do you suggest to put, the, oh, I just read yep. that. Sorry. Zach, Rebel doesn't down or no when or no down, even with fairly good pressure with the leash. What would Jeff do? So uh, use a food lure. Food lure and a little bit of pressure on the dog's back. Do anything possible to get that first down. Anything at all. Have it work for its meals. Literally the next two weeks, the way it eats its meals. So you're not withholding food. You're not starving the dog. It's there. Show the dog the down. It'll it'll do it. How firm are you? It's a patience game sometimes. Next. Haraz, my GSC regressed today on a walk and lunged and barked at another dog. Probably due to outside time has been limited recently. I had stopped using the e-collar and just used the prong. Suggestions? Yeah. When I, um, I've been eating healthy as fuck for a long time. It was open house at my daughter's school. We stopped at Frisky Fries on the way home. They got French fries with sour cream, bacon, onions, all kinds of stuff on it. I had a couple of bites. I regressed. I'm human. Dogs regress. We miss workouts. We're not polite to our kids or our spouses. We speed sometimes. We don't make good choices with food, relationships, when you were using a remote collar, though, it was working. Why did you stop using it? That's what I always suggest. Go back to using it. Go back to what was working. Go back to what was working. Next. Jim Bob, what age of a dog should you start using an e-collar? Well, 
it all depends on your skill set. Everything depends on your skill set. You can use them as 14 weeks old, but you're not using it to just shock your dog. And we say we use the word shock here. You're not using it for any obedience, really. It just sits in the background and they feel something. The last thing I want anybody to do, and it comes with an owner's manual. The cower comes with an owner's manual. Read it. If you've got, if you are not, um, if you don't know how to use an e-cower, watch a ton of videos, read the owner's manual, and which has directions in there on how to do stuff. Watch a bunch of videos though on how to train on it, on how to train on it. And there's a difference between stopping an unwanted behavior and 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 training an obedience command. There's a lot. There's, there's a, it has different different uses. Also, the brand of the cower also matters. There's a lot of crappy cowers out there that I would never even use. So we use Dogtra e-cower technology. We use those two. Okay, next. Zach says he just resists and he's pretty strong. Yep. Be stronger. Resist more. Um, next. Rach, where is your hat, girl? Not on tonight. Um, Andrew. Hey, it's Jen. Wanted to say thanks again for a great seminar. I now have more confidence using the prong, more confidence in my rescue dog, and met great people. Hope to see you again someday. All right. Awesome. Great job, Jen. Great to see you, too, down in Florida. Ivy, um, did you ever successfully train dogs that fight in the same household? Yes, but you have a higher rate of failure. Some dogs just won't work out. But yes, we have. There's a lot of factors. We just recommended one of our clients rehome their dogs or put one dog down that was the, the, it's, it's the, the aggressor. It happens. It happens. Sometimes dogs just don't get along. No matter how good the training is, they just don't get along because we can get them along. We can get them. We can have them get along possibly in our place, which is a start, but they've been sometimes so conditioned to fight around triggers on their own real estate. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but we also can be successful at it, but you definitely have a higher rate of failure if it was just a single dog household or basic obedience problems or something else. So next. Sandy also used your technique for English Mastiff for recall, come sit down and place with food. He's doing well with that. Is okay to teach leash walking with regular collar to start? No, go right to the, go right to the prong collar. And by the way, my training is not, is never, um, breed specific. It works on all breeds, a Chihuahua up to a high drive German Shepherd. I'm a, I'm a, I'm just a pet dog trainer. It's all I am is a pet dog trainer. So it works on every dog, but you've got a Mastiff. Why would you want it on a flat buckle collar? What I what I would ask a prong collar is the gentlest collar that exists. It looks barbaric, but it's not choke chain chokes. Martingale is a limited choke. That chokes, puts pressure on the esophagus. Flat buckle collar, chokes. So all collars, the prong collar, as barbaric as it looks, it's actually the friendliest. And if you talk to any canine um, chiropractor that isn't against the tool and is actually open to actually the way the body of the dog is designed, they'll tell you it's also the best collar for the dog. Next. Um, Zach, how important is a raised bed for place? We, we make it, it's easy for us to train on, but at home, my dogs just have dog beds. So next. Um, KMD, the other day, my dog saw a small black 
small black bag blowing by in the wind. He became very aroused. I wasn't sure if I should have corrected or not. Your thoughts? You tell me. Do you want your dog getting aroused around environmentals? Yes or no? If you don't want it to, then you correct it. So if I was walking my dog and a brown black bag blew by and my dog started getting all ramped up, I'd correct it because I don't want my dog getting aroused at every environmental that it sees. I want my dog to be calm on the walks. And you, we live in a world with plastic garbage. So, I mean, could you imagine if your dog's on the beach in a downstate and all of a sudden trash goes by or at the park and trash goes by, your dog breaks command because of it. I want my dog to learn how to ignore it. But that's that's per, that's personal choice. Top chat, David Smith. David Smith, top chat. Been super busy. Wanted to say hi. Love you. Rocky got his big boy bark recently. Forgot about that. Surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yep. These dogs, they get it. Everybody's, it's so funny when people are getting these dogs that are the power breed dogs that are below nine months old. And when they turn nine months old, boy, it's a whole nother world. Mm-hmm. Next. Um, Carolyn, how do you feel about owner trained service dogs? And do you have any advice on anxiety about going out in public for the first time? How do I? Uh, all depends on your skill set. I mean, badly tra- bad training is bad training no matter who did it. I mean, there's a big scam in the service dog industry now where people are pulling dogs out of shelters, giving them one week of training, flipping them for $10,000, and they don't know shit. They don't even have their basic obedience down. I mean, it takes almost two years to train a service dog. So, But I have no problem with an owner training the dog, but it all depends on your skill set. So if you've got a leash-reactive dog, it's not a service dog. If you've got a dog that 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 barks at children, it's not a service dog. Chases bicycles, it's not a service dog. You can call it that, but it's not. So it all depends on your skill set. As far as if you have anxiety going out in public, what what am I going to tell you? Get over it? It doesn't work that way. What I would say is you need you need to have success. So what I what what you can also do is start get a dog called C dog. Get a book called CBT. Cognitive Behavioral Therapy, CBT for Dummies. Work on that. Work on that. It's a good good way to reprogram your triggers. It's a good way to do that. And then you got to figure out what your comfort zone is. So there's also talk therapy. There's There's also drugs. There's also just doing, you know. Probably don't do it by yourself. Get a walking partner. Get an outing. Get an outing partner. Next, Jim Bob. How do I get my dog to stop jumping over the fence? That you use a shock collar on a high level, Jim Bob. So that's the one. That's one of the questions where I'll say is that would be the shock collar, and it doesn't make a difference what, what how you introduce it to the to the dog because you asked about the levels and the age. So dog rushes the fence, goes to jump over the fence. You make it suck. That you can do. But that's different. That's a life or death thing. Next. Top chat. Top chat, four ninety nine. Zach, is there any issue using a prong collar on a small pug with their fucked up throat problems? Just got to hurt. No, there's not. Absolutely not. Next. Next. Because you're, the, the pressure is coming. If you're talking about it down, the pressure is coming from the back of the neck anyway. There's more. You can do more damage with a dog with a flat, a flat uh, uh, compression. Next. Um, Christy chirping. The dog is chirping. I don't know what the fuck chirping is. Those birds chirp. I don't know what chirping is. Yipping, chirping. 
whining. Okay, I would try bonking it. I would try correcting it. I would try. Um, I mean, I would try all of those different things. Next, Shane, that kid got a hug from Joelle. Not sure I've ever been jealous of a kid before. <laughs> <laughs> My child. He, he 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 hugs everybody. So, but he hugs Joelle all the time. Joelle's not a big hugger, from what I hear. So, so if I brush up against her, <laughs> she freaking she, she hits me. Zach, are you going to post the caption this from Instagram Stories winner? I submitted a few. Zach, oh, those, those Zach that, that's up to that's up to. Uh, <laughs> I was going to see if you wanted me to. That's up to Joelle. We didn't get a lot of those. No, we didn't get a lot. I thought we'd get more. Yeah. But those are funny. Yeah, sure. Joelle will probably post something next. Okay. Um, Ira, hi Jeff. Was wondering if it's a bad thing to have a dog wear both prong and e collar at the same time, but only correct using one collar. Would it be too uncomfortable for the dog if both were worn together? No, we do that all the time with dogs because really? prong prong collar helps with directional control, and remote collar helps with you know a lot of other things. Next, Karen, GSC lover. I'm trying to teach my dog eye contact. He's four. I used your technique of holding treats in both hands at my side and saying "good" with eye contact. After a lot of practice, he still rarely looks up. Help. Oh, your dog's not interested in you right now. So work your dog hard. Why do you want eye contact? You know, why do you want eye contact? Are you insulted if your dog doesn't look at you? Some dogs just don't want to want to look at you. So work your dog. You know, become important to your dog. There's a lot of ways to do it, though. We can do it with a remote collar. I would do it with a clicker, though. Next. Galjez. Hey, Galjez. I feel like you've been on the show forever. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. Still struggle with my pit bull leash reactivity. I think I'm doing almost anything you suggest. He knows all the basic obedience, stay in crate when needed, using prong collar and mini. You're still struggling with it? Mm-hmm. You're probably going to do a Skype session. There's probably a lot you're missing. There's a lot of nuances. There's a lot of nuances out there. That's why I do so many Skypes with people. We can figure out the nuances. It's one thing for me to give general general, general comments here, but it's another thing to like, it's, an, it's, an, it's another thing for, for a dog to, for in order to still struggle because there's so many different things to be doing. Next. Grant Noble, please explain when and why you have returned a client their money. Had to return money because client wouldn't use food for training would just give free handouts and dog was completely unmotivated when we knew the dog had it in them to work. No, that's not why I would return money to a client mm-hmm. at all. Um, a client would get, if a client got fired, they would for, I've only had to do that with two or three clients over, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of clients. I'd return money. But if, if, if someone doesn't want to follow your protocols, that's on them. That's on them. But you want to get levels of expectation before they even hire you. You'd want to make sure that they fully understand what the training is. Next. Um, Jordy, what's your opinion on Herm Springer's neck tech collar? Is it as good as a standard prong? No, it's not. It's not even close. It's not even close. Next. Um, La Recollex. Hi, Jeff. Love all your help. How to keep a dog from getting excited when only one person is leaving the house and someone is still home? Crowds the door. So the question is how to get the dog from cr- crowding the door. So in other words, wait, you're trying to leave and the dog's in front of you by the door? That's rude behavior for your dog. So correct it for doing that. Teach it the out, meaning get out of here. But if you're trying to leave or, or are you trying to leave with your dog? I got a feeling you're not trying to. I got a feeling the dog is crowding the door while you're trying to get outside, correct? So what I would do is 
is what you can take a bonker. Bonker, by the way, is a towel wrapped up. I got to there's a video how to make one and how to use it. So if I'm leaving the house and the dog crowds the door, pretty much it's like, get out of here. Like, you're not the door. I, I, if I wanted a doorman, I live in New York City in an expensive place. Okay. But you're not a doorman. So move. Um, you'd say no, bonk the dog. Dog will, and then the dog will go, Oh my god, that sucked. And they'll 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 run away. Next. Gal Jez, not much affection, hard with two young kids. Stop him before he escalates, but it still seems like I'm doing something wrong. Lately he starts jumping at my direction every time I try to stop him from losing it. What else can I do? Well, he's probably your timing might be off. Your timing might be off. That's so that's 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 the hard part about some of this these about some training in general is timing. Timing is important for everything. Like clicker training, it's really important. Um, applying a punisher, it's really important. Sounds like your dog is, you're catching your dog mid, mid something, and it's just now all of a sudden now moving towards you. Um, I would need way more specifics. Some of this stuff nuances is like, we need specifics. Because there's, there's, there's a lot of things that people are doing that they think they're doing right that might still need to be tweaked a little bit. Next. Rach, hey, Jeff, you do great doing your own dog training radio show. I used to. I was on the radio for five years, maybe six years. I forgot. I was on the radio for a while. Next. But there's, but this is a radio show. So, Rach, is that who asked it? Rach. Mm-hmm. So, so many people, like right now, if you go to Spotify, you can hear my show. Go to, so, I've got a radio show and a TV show. How many show of hands? How many people are watching this on their TVs right now? How many people tuned? They sat down on their couch, they turned on their TV, and they started watching my show from their couch on their television. It's a TV show. How many people show of hands? Nobody can see you because you're behind the radio. Are going to listen to this podcast on a smart device? So radio, radio and television is dead. Traditional t- radio is dead and traditional TV is dead. YouTube is going to be the new TV station. YouTube is coming up with original content right now. Not quite like what Netflix or Amazon does, but television you don't need a television station anymore. You can have your own TV show, which is really cool. Next. But thank you for the kind words. Megan, best way to teach double down dog whines all the time and very anxious. We'll be introducing e-collar, but need to teach the language of it to him before I use it for corrections and stuff. Yeah, but the double down is not correctional based. It's 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 pressure on, pressure off based. You can, you can use a combination of, uh, you can use food guidance. You can use leash pressure with remote pressure. A lot of times the dog just does it too. Like at the seminar we demonstrated, the dog just puts its head down with just more pressure from the remote. Next. Jose, what up, Jeff? How do I stop my dog from nipping? Um, make it suck to nip. Hey, Jose, how are you? Make it suck. I can't imagine a dog nipping me. I can't. If a dog nips at me, it would just, I mean, I, it was, I would say no, use the remote collar. No, use a leash pop. No, use a bonker. Yeah. So it, it's a lot of the times a dog is, if you're doing it like during play, Dogs are aroused. Sometimes they make bad choices. But if your dog knows what no means, it'll learn. The problem is, I think a lot of folks, you haven't taught dogs meanings of words. You haven't taught the dogs the difference between right and wrong, which is not doesn't make you a bad dog owner or a bad person, 
But that's why we talk about training so much. It becomes really, really easy. Because then you also get yourself a thinking animal, an animal that starts thinking and looking to you for guidance and starts understanding what you want. And then will also try new things. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Like you can have a dog, dog that just starts making better choices. But nipping, I we, we I would just, what would I do if my dog put its mouth on me? Probably I would just like, you know, I'm not telling people to whack their dogs, but I mean, it's like, you got nothing else. I mean, come on now. But I try to set it up next. Um, Tanya. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Jeff, maybe you have already done this and or maybe you have no desire to do this. But I would def watch a day in my life type of vlog video if you ever posted one. Thank you. Who films it and who finances it and who edits it? Next. It's Instagram stories. Yeah, Instagram stories. Carrie GSD. Yeah, I do. Just follow all my follow me on Instagram stories. I don't put every minute. Bleeding. Day in the life. Jeff's bleeding. Or is that marker? That's blood. (laughs) That's what you do. I don't know. Um. Yeah, I mean, Instagram stories. Next. Um, Carrie, GSC lover. Hi, J&J. Joelle, love your laugh. Jeff, you always make me responsible for my actions. 100% responsibility. 100%. I call people on their shit respectfully all the time. If you really want to, if you really want to become self-aware, go to one of my seminars. Oh, yeah. You'll become self-aware. <laughs> Next. Thanks for the compliment. Um, Chevy, I'm back. So great to see you guys. Hey, Chevy, hey, what's Chevy. up? Man, where you been? The whole, right? com- whole country of New Zealand missed you. Next. <laughs> um, Elizabeth, how is the best way to introduce a person to my dog? Going on walk with the person and my dog or PS, love you both and thank you for all the help. Yeah, migration is always good. Forward movement is always good. Make sure the person's not really interested in the dog. Let the dog work at its own pace. The last thing you want your dog to do is, and this is obviously, I'm assuming your dog's not good with people. That's why you ask. Is like putting pressure. It's like putting pressure on your dog, putting, putting, putting pressure on your dog. So, you know, I think it's, I think it's, um, it's important. And we let dogs sort of do it underneath their own terms. Next. Dog, oh, top, ooh, chat. top chat. Four ninety nine. Roseanne Paxman, hey, we have a collie pup and watch you constantly. Thanks. Do you put both the prong and the collar on at the same time? Which one goes on top? Prong collar on top for directional control, remote collar underneath. Thank you so much, Roseanne. Doug H, for a dog that knows heel command yet forges ahead, how do you correct the forging ahead and get the heel with no forging? So, Doug, what I want you to do is I want you to start doing this. Use your remote collar, your shock collar for pressure on, pressure off. Go, go up against the wall. So the wall, the dog, and you. So the wall and you make a dog sandwich. All right? I want you to start, and you're assuming you're walking your dog on the left-hand side. If you're not, just you turn around and do it on the right-hand side. What I want you to start doing is this. I want you to start walking. Then I want you to come to a stop. And I want you to press, press the continuous button on a working level and with leash pressure, Walk backwards, like back up. Teach your dog to back up. When your dog then is done backing up a little bit, let go of the pressure, let go of the pressure. Then what I want you to do is eventually you stop using the leash hand and you only use the remote hand. Walk forward, apply pressure, start walking backwards, the dog backs backs up. Then what I want you to do is walk against the wall, your dog starts forging ahead, hold the button down, your dog can start 
backing up behind your leg. Get that dog used to backing up behind your leg. That's the that's step one. Top chat. Top chat. Grant, client wants joyful dog. Told them use food for training. They free feed and expect their dog would be happy with just decal training. What would you have to do? Return the money? Um, no, I wouldn't. Re- Grant, okay. They want a joyful dog. First of all, I would, if anybody said to me on their application, they want a joyful dog, we would be having a long conversation about what does that mean? What does joyful mean to them? And then you have to say, well, that doesn't align with my training. So if somebody said to me, I want my dog to run up to every dog and say hi and run up to every person and say hi, I'd say, well, don't spend money with me because that's not what we're going to train or, or role play or I, or I reinforce. Um, so it, so Grant, own it, own it. It's your fault, right? It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a bad trainer, but own it. And you just, you are, you are owning it. That's why you're asking the question. Um, they free feed the dog. So one of the things is if they free feed the dog, because they associate that with the dog with being joyful, well, then they're, they're not in alignment with what possibly your value system is as a trainer. So they're associating being able to access food at all times, all you're going to end up with is a fat dog that dies too early and has medical problems. So, um, but can an, e- an e-cower? Yeah, it makes dogs happy and makes humans happy because you get to do more stuff, but it's, 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 it's a big picture thing. But I think what happened was levels of expectation were not agreed upon or clearly defined from the beginning of the interaction. So now you're paying for it. So you decide exactly what you want to do as far as from a business standpoint. Next. Emily, hi, Jeff and Joelle. My dog licks any exposed skin, any chance he gets. It's like his tongue is a magnet to skin. Any advice to stop this? What would Jeff do? Make it suck? Um, You'd make it suck, but I would also check for allergies and possibly change its food. I don't know what this name is. Greetings from Russia. Don't put them. Next. I mean, sorry, ask the question. Michelle? Hi, Jeff and Joelle. No, from, from Russia. What? Is there a question from the person from Russia? No, it just says greetings from Russia. Oh, sorry. Greetings from Russia. Thank you. Jeez. Michelle. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Just sending some love and good vibes your way. Thanks for all the amazing content. Awesome. Thank you. Rach, I may have started prong collar healing young at five months. I've heard to wait till six months. Is that okay? You heard it from somebody that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. This concept that you should wait till six months to put a prong collar on your dog is a lie. Says who? Says who? Who determined six months to use a training tool that works incredible for families? So the the family who has a four-month-old German Shepherd who drags them down the street, they shouldn't use one? They should try a bunch of other stuff that doesn't work, and then two months later when the dog's six months, they can try the finally – they can – finally pass through the, the the prong collar gatekeeper that says it's allowed? No, not at all. You could do five months was fine. If your dog's messed up, it's not because you started a prong collar at five months. Next. Uh, Matthew, can I use Herm Springer as a permanent collar for walks? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're not in any rush to get equipment off a dog. If it makes your life better, keep doing it. Next. Um, Biloxer 856, what e-collar would you recommend for a 120-pound Rottweiler? With the breed and the, the size of the dog doesn't really matter 95% of the time. 
So the ones we carry on our website, the ones that you see in all of my videos, or almost all my videos, e-collar technologies. You don't have to buy them from me. You can buy them, buy them, you can buy them from Amazon, save 20 bucks. E-collar technologies, the mini educator. Next. Good pup, Wesley. Um, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Business is growing. I'm helping more and more people and dogs. And it is all it all started by listening to this show. Thanks for all you share, Jeff. Awesome. Proud of you. That's nice. fantastic. Isn't that Hillary? Yeah. It's great. The dog house. Any advice on a dog that's remote collar smart? Is it done? Is it a done deal? He's aware of when he's wearing the collar, even more aware of the remote in hand. Thank you both. I mean, first of all, how long have you been working on it? I have no problem with a dog wearing a collar, you know, whenever it's up and out and about. It's possible you haven't gone to correction mode, though, slash punishment mode. And the dog might not be very well under voice control as well. Now, that doesn't mean you didn't do a good job training, but how many times have you patterned something? And have you held the dog accountable? And are you prompting every time? And you probably shouldn't be. You should be off prompting. You might you might want to be because you want to be off you want to be off of prompting and just have a consequence for non-compliance at some point. Next. The dream pipe. My three-year-old duck toller is learning place and it seems to get it but we'll suddenly stop getting it. I've been trying for two weeks. Should I use the e-collar? No, I mean, you can use an e-collar because it makes everything better, but it's not, it's not a, it's probably not a tool, um, uh, 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 tool situation. It's most likely a training protocol situation. So how many times you've been patterning it? And when the dog breaks, are you holding it accountable? Cause after two weeks, now you can start holding it accountable. So the remote collar won't make the dog all of a sudden get better. If you're struggling now, it makes it get better if you've already got something good usually. But, I mean, yes, you can use an e-collar, but what I want to make sure is that your training protocol is in place um, first. First. Next. Um, BK donated $2. I like dogs. Dogs are cool. I've got two. That's great. Awesome. Cool. Nice job. Good for you, BK. Sebastian. I think this one's broken up, so bear with yep. me. I've been trying to get my five-month-old to keep longer downstays while at restaurants, etc., I reward every 30 seconds or so and he is chilling and not paying attention. However, after a while, he gets antsy and gets up over and over and over and eventually loses interest. I punish with a slip lead, but it doesn't work. Okay. So I move to a prom. Okay. First of all, every 30 seconds, how the fuck do you eat? How could you possibly eat? And if you're with somebody, that's annoying. Feed my dog. Feed my dog. Every 30 seconds, it's a five-month-old dog doing a downstay. Nope. You don't need to reward that dog for the whole time it's there. Teach it down. By the time it goes to a restaurant and it's a down, it should know it. But a slip lead is not a punisher other than hanging the dog. That's the only way to punish with a slip lead is literally lifting the dog up, which please don't do. But if you pop the slip lead down, that's not a punisher. It's not a punisher. So get yourself a get yourself a proper tool that's gonna help empower you. Next. Um, and then and sorry. And stop feeding it every 30 seconds. You're getting it too aroused. Now next. Okay. Um, Kasim. Hey Jeff, my Rottweiler recently turned one year old, 101 pounds. I had him since eight weeks old. Your videos have revolutionized our relationship and training. Keep Ooh. doing what you're doing. Revolutionized. I don't know if I've ever gotten that comment before. I'll take that. Proud nice. of you. It's all worth it. I'm going to, I'm planning on keep doing what I'm going to do. I'm not planning on stopping. Next. 
Amanda, GSD are protective and hunters. Possible to train a GSD to not want to hunt or attack other animals regardless of their nature? God, yeah. I want to get to a point I can trust her off a leash. Thanks. Yeah, I've got four of them and they're all off leash and none of them hunt or protect. They could. All dogs can hunt and all dogs can act protective. So the whole breed, I'm a pet dog trainer. So you utilize the, the, the genetics in a certain dog, but a lot of dogs, a lot of German Shepherds can't be protective. They don't have the genetics for it. One good foot stomp or boo, fucking German Shepherd will run, go running away with its, with its tail between its legs. The genetics of the German Shepherd breed are totally fucked up now. But yeah, there's no reason why your dog can't be off leash. It all all breeds can be off leash, even a greyhound, even a husky, you know. But it all depends on it all depends on your dog training skills. Most German shepherds that I know are off leash trained. So absolutely, absolutely. And the way to stop a dog from being protective is don't allow it to happen. Don't allow it to happen. Top chat. Top chat. Hey Karen. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Finally got time to join a live show. Schedule's been crazy, so sorry I missed you in Florida. My question about client dog is a little farther down the list. Awesome, Karen. Hopefully we'll get to it today. We got 45 minutes next. Pam, I need a Skype session. Nine-month-old Andy has so much anxiety when on leash when seeing other dogs. People, walk's not fun for him or me. What do you need? What Would video help? Vid, yes, but don't do anything until you do the Skype first. So go to my website, Solid Canine Training, Solid Canine Training, and then go to the shopping cart, purchase a Skype. Jessica will schedule it. Next. Matthew, can I use Herm Springer for full-time caller? I think we answered yeah, that. Yeah, we answered that one already. Yep. Um, Ryan, can't throw a vest on the dog and claim it's service. Yeah, right. I don't think that person's saying that. You know what I mean? I don't think that person's saying that. But it, it's true. But I think that, you know, you can still you can still self-train a service dog. Absolutely. Next. Carrie, GSD lover. I have to do daycare, but my nine-month-old can't do group play because he isn't neutered. He goes out individually three really? times a day to play and four times a day to potty separate times in your daycare. What would Jeff do? The dog would fucking go out yeah. with the rest of the dogs. Just go out. Put a condom on the dog and it'll be fine. We, an intact male dog can participate in social activities. It all depends on the skill set of the handlers. What's he going to do? Go around and mount? Didn't you correct that? But we have tons of dogs that mount. I mean, we don't, but I mean, any dog is capable of mounting. No dogs mount. That's what stockyard whips are for. Top chat. Top chat, four ninety nine. More about e-cowers. How long do you keep both e-cow and prong cow on just while training? I appreciate all you do. Um, at the beginning of your journey, well, technically, you don't have a prong cow on the dog unless there's a leash attached. But until a dog is under voice control, it should have a remote cow on. Outside, on a walk, on leash or off leash, why not utilize the tools? A lot of trainers will tell you, well, then the dog isn't trained. Fine, my dog's not trained, but guess what? It does everything I ask it to do. I can trust it, and my life is better. And that's all I care about. Who wouldn't want that? Or if you have to use a shock collar, then you really are, I hear it all, you're lazy. Lazy? You know how many repetitions it takes to train a dog on a shock collar? You actually need a decent skill set as well. It's like, yeah, I just pushed a button and my dog just did that. No, it doesn't work that way. There's actually training skill behind it. So this isn't directed at you, but I'm just saying, so I just hear all this stuff. So keep the tools on. Keep the tools on until your dog gets really, really well proficient in the commands. Next. Robert, 
I have Pitbull Mastiff mix, five months old. How do I stop her biting me when I get home from work? So, Robert, it's not the breed of the dog. Age is a little bit relative, but not that relative at all. That means your dog's not in a crate. And I would ask you, why isn't your dog in a crate? Now, that's not going to—that's not how you stop the biting, but it's just a philosophy that we have that your dog shouldn't be loose. Your dog is excited to see you. And it, it, dogs jump on us. They do the zoomies around us. They bring us stuff. It's called gifting. And they nip at us. The question is, why does your dog think it's allowed to nip you at all? Whether you come back from work, you get out of the shower, you, you, you're going for a car ride. Why does your dog feel that it can do that? So what do you do? You would correct it. You would apply a punisher. A good, the good thing to do is a bonker. Yep, you would grab it. Come in like this. Dog nips on you. No. Boom. But your dog's all aroused. Your dog's all aroused. Until you stop the behavior, um, it'll continue. It'll continue. Next. Melissa posted the link to your Skype session. Awesome. Thank you. Ryan, is muzzling my dog okay so it won't bite my new puppy? Yeah, absolutely. But also, I don't want the dog to muzzle punch the puppy either. So muzzles are great for safety, but I also want to make sure you're following through with the training. Next. Um, Kasim, I recently unsubscribed from a YouTube trainer. I used to teach basic obedience. No names, but he dedicated two videos to talk about you. That was the last straw for me. Unprofessionalism, jealousy, suck. Yeah, Kasim, I mean, glad you didn't mention the video because I'd have to delete your comment. The person, because I have to delete your comment. I, I've, I've seen all these videos. I've seen all these videos. And, and you know, the, the just think about the person. Just think about that mentality. That like, there's a couple of ways to build your business. You can build a tall building or you can be lazy and just knock everybody else's building down and not make any efforts. So some people, what they do is they just want to knock buildings down instead of big, you know, building a big building. But I assure you, Kasim, you're not the only one that this person pissed off. And I don't know who this is, and it doesn't matter. It's, it's a general statement. There are seminar speakers out there that when they're you paid money to go to their seminar and they're bashing me by name, like what? What is this? The presidential fucking debates? Like you ought to be kidding me? Like, like they they don't understand the amount of business that this person. And anybody that mentions my name in a public forum brings me is incredible. You just made X amount of people aware of who I am. They didn't know who I was before. And then they, of course, you're going to get some hardcore fans of theirs or whoever it is. Again, I don't know who this is. To go, yeah, Gelman's an asshole. Gelman sucks. Fuck him. All he does is talk about punishment. He doesn't know what he's talking about. But and if 90% of the people that watch that video all jump on that bandwagon, that's fine. I don't care if that's how you make your decisions by one person's opinion. But 10% of those people are going to say, who's this Gelman guy? And what will they do? If they know how to spell, they'll find me. They'll Google me. They'll start watching my content, and then they'll say, huh, sounds about right. Or I don't agree with everything he says. Like, So I follow Ben Shapiro. There's a lot about Ben Shapiro that I don't agree with. 
but I love following him because I love the way he analyzes his thoughts. I love the way he debates. I love the way his, his whole, like he sticks to the facts. He doesn't use emotion. I love the way he rationalizes things, but I don't agree with everything he says. And I would hope people wouldn't agree with everything I say. But if you listen to a 90 minute show three times a week and you only like, and you only agree with half of it, jackpot. If you agree with 25% of it, jackpot on your end, you just absorb some new knowledge that, that, that you didn't have before, but character flaws push people away and bashing someone else by name publicly or even privately. It's bad energy, bad karma, bad business practices. And frankly, you're not a very nice person for doing it, but don't worry about me. I'm, I'm, I'm doing great. I'm just doing fine. Next. Karen. Hi from Florida. I'm currently training a dog on e-collar. He has some food aggression and some quirky issues with scooting stuff. Owners are struggling and wife is fearful. I think dog is bullying owners. Minor bite on husband's hand when dog laid head on lap to be petted. Would love your perspective. So number one, if the wife is fearful, that's the conversation to have. That's the conversation. Before you even start the training, that's the conversation to have. Is she going to be able to get over this? And it's not because it's a wife thing. It could be a you know husband thing. It could be anything. One of the owners is afraid of the dog. Do you want to keep this dog? Chances are, though, it's a badly behaved dog. And you just train it up, train it to do what you want, stop it from doing what you don't want it to do, put it in a good pattern of lifestyle, do lots of human training, lots of one-on-one with the owners as well, talk about structure, and see where you get from there. Next. Uh, Max Asina, I know you do not like rawhide bones. How do you feel about bully sticks? Um... I don't really have an opinion. I don't have enough information on the bully stick. I don't. I don't feed them, but that doesn't mean that you sh- you shouldn't. What What about bully sticks? I don't feed them because I don't think they're bad though. It's just like dried pizzle, right? Yeah. I yeah. Just don't. Yeah. I don't know. My guys just don't. Yeah. Don't really so feed them treats. Five dollar top chat. The doghouse. It's my very driven six year old Boston Terrier who was introduced years ago for correcting. Barking and trash, that's all resolved. Want to use for recall. The doghouse, what do you... What? I'm lost. It's my very driven six-year-old Boston Terry who was introduced years ago for correcting barking and trash. That's resolved. I want to use for recall. What? Doghouse, I'm lost. The remote caller, maybe? Yeah, you can use the... Oh, absolutely, you can use the remote caller just for recall. If that's the question, absolutely. Next. Angels Vlogs. I'm on my phone. Oh, cool. Cool. Me too. Nice. I'm on my computer. Next. Deanna. Dog paces and is very flighty in general. I try to correct the bonker to correct her arousal, but she's quick and dodges it. What's an alternative? An alternative is don't allow the dog to pace. Teach the dog duration work. Teach the dog to calm down. So pacing is pacing is a neurotic behavior. You have got power over that. Tell the dog to knock it off. Call it over to you. Put it in a downer place. Don't allow the dog to pace. Relax. Get that dog to start slowing its mind down. Next. Karen, GSD lover. 
I thought eye contact was important so the dog focuses on me and not distracted by surroundings. I exercise him, trick train, etc. How do I become important? Wear raw meat? Ha ha. Become everything to your dog. Become everything to your dog. Believe it or not, applying a punisher at a well-timed moment, your dog will start paying a lot of attention to you because they'll be like, holy shit, this person's really, really serious. So um, that's one way That's one way to do it. But just become everything to your dog. Next. Abington586. Can you explain how you and your staff get a muzzle onto an aggressive dog that will bite in order to start working with it? We want the dog ideally muzzle conditioned before it comes in. The owners drop off the muzzle, the dog muzzled, and we start there. But we also have a lot of different I, – I, I, I wouldn't want somebody to do it on their own because you're going to get bit. But, yes, we have ways to do it. It takes usually two handlers, sometimes three handlers, a couple of slip leashes, a fence, and um, know-how on how to do it. Know-how on how to do it. So – um, also if you haven't hit subscribed, hit subscribed and then also hit your notifications, which will let you know that there's new videos being posted. And then also the show goes live. So, um, it's not something you want to try for the first time by yourself. It's massive safety. So if ideally get the owner to start muzzle training the dog next candy, I love you so much. You are the best trainer I have ever met. I wish you worked in Seattle. Well, candy. We haven't met, I don't think, have we? If we have, sorry that I missed. I don't remember you. I'll be in Seattle tomorrow night. <gasps> Go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, jeffgelmanseminars.com. You can still buy audit tickets. They're still for sale because it's a big room. And I'll see you this weekend. Next. Do it, Candy. Um, Paraz, radio or not, you're the Howard Stern of dog training. I always say that. Hope you take that as a compliment. Thanks for everything. We'll be doing a Skype session soon in the Chicago seminar. Thanks. You know, I do, you know, anybody, a lot of people are, um, they're against Howard Stern because they think he's just about tits and ass and being vulgar. If you watch his documentary, that's a good insight. And first of all, his career is incredible. What he's done for radio is incredible. The fact that talk radio, there was people before him, but fact radio, talk radio has probably become what it is. He's a major force in that. Um, what he's probably done to loosen up a lot of rules and for free speech. Um, same with Larry Flint as well, who I'm, I'm very friendly with his daughter. So, I think that that a lot of people sometimes they see the X-rated or the adult stuff, but they don't see the core value system and what they truly care about. What they truly care about. He's also incredibly hardworking, and even though he has a big mouth on the radio, he's actually pretty humble. Next. New cop chat or no? Um, yes, yes. Top chat. Top chat. Ten dollars will be. Jeff, need advice on raw diet. What do you feed? Do you mix up proteins and do you feed whole chickens, rabbits, or turkey necks? What extras do you throw in there? Yes, 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 and yes. This is what I want you to do. Will be go to at pet dot nutrition at on, on Instagram on Instagram at so the at sign pet p e t dot nutrition and go to them and what's your name? 
Kelsey? Kelsey, I think. I'm pretty sure. It's yep. Right. And um, they they will they'll come up with meal plans for you. They'll come up with meal plans for you. They're way better qualified. I'm a student. I'm just a student. Next. Megan, on Double Down, do you mark and reward the head down or just, I think I answered my own question. <laughs> the mark and reward is the pressure off, right? Or do you go ahead and mark and mark reward or just leave them be? Sorry for making this difficult, but I'll be teaching it to someone soon. Megan, why are you making this so fucking difficult? <laughs> How so, many times can you say mark? <laughs> so if you're teaching it to somebody soon, but you want to make sure you master it yourself first. So... You definitely can mark it, but the pressure releasing is the reward itself. Also, the last thing you want the dog to do is to get excited because you're trying to get into a relaxed state. Just think about that. Do you want me to read this next comment? Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, solid. Peter North here. Old porn star. Great educational stream. Fine. He finally got a fucking a actual picture of Peter. So, Peter, if you're really Peter North, if you're really Peter North, <laughs> Where did we meet? You know him? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him. We met. Yeah. Where did we meet? What city and approximately what year? And what was the name of the convention we met at? And what production studio did you work for at the time? Wow. I'm excited to see the answer. So you should be able to at least make <laughs> up a really good fucking story. Even if you're lying, you should still be. I gave you. I gave you enough. I gave you enough public information that you can figure it out yourself and just make something up. All but right. I'll also know if you're lying. Stacy, my niece's boyfriend had a shift change and now he is also home at night. Dog sleeps with them. Now the dog is nervous and barking during the night. What gives? Life, household changes, relationship changes, financial changes, more stress, moving. It changes things. It changes things. So what I would, what, what I, what I would do is, what I would do is you've got to stop the dog from doing it. So we normally don't tell people to put shock collars on at night or a bark collar on at night, but to break the cycle, you might want to do it. Also get the damn dog out of the fucking bed. All right. Get it in a crate. Next. Um, let me see. Nesta. Nesta dog. Hey y'all reworked the sport dog 425 S and now it's working like a charm. My Malinois is much better Thank you so much for telling me it ran hot. Awesome. Proud of you. Lindsay, Jeff, have you always been a very self-confident and blunt person or have you gotten better at it over time? Um, yes and yes. Um, I actually, um, so I, I have daily, I, I, I've always been blunt. I've always been blunt. I've always said what's on my mind respectfully. I've always been passionate about everything I've done to do, every, everything I've done. And I will always stand up for um, myself and for others as well. Um, I feel strongly about a lot of things, but you'll never hear me talk about politics, um, even though I'm very knowledgeable about it at all. But I don't think it makes good business to talk about politics. Um, but as far as, as – but I also struggle daily with stuff. I also struggle daily, daily with stuff. So you know, I think we all have our own struggles whether it's depression or anxiety or um, self-doubt or um, uh, fear. Um, the cool thing is, is that it's like it, it, you can't let it overtake you. And that's also why I work so damn hard to 
not make up for my shortcomings, but to become a better human being, especially mentally, especially mentally. So, you know, I'm on this wonderful journey called life and I'm 53 now. I'm looking to, I'm looking forward to the next 50 years and um, I'm trying to kick as much ass as I possibly can and leave the biggest, most wonderful imprint on the world that I can. And in order for me to do that, I need to be doing certain things. So, you know, it's definitely a journey. I consider myself wiser now. I mean, you know, I had my first kids I had, I had 29 years ago. I was a dick. Like I was an asshole. So I wasn't the best dad. I wasn't the best father. Um, uh, I, 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 you know, um, I'm glad, I'm glad that I've been working on myself. Put it that way. Put it that way. Next. Um, Chevy house finally on the market. You looking for something in New Zealand? Sure. <laughs> sure. Definitely. If I can Airbnb it, I'll, I'll definitely talk to you about it. And if you want to hold the paper on it, we'll do it. I'll give you five grand down. Next. Jorge. Hey guys. Love your work as always for work duration on place command. Should I make it suck when he tries to break? Should I reward when reaching certain duration or when it goes back to place? So there's a, there's a, there's a, Protocol we do on how to teach place and, and when to reward and when to make it suck. At the beginning of duration, don't make it suck. No, don't make it suck. Not until you're like two weeks into the dog getting it really, really well. Um, be careful. Yes, you want to reward, but be careful the rewards don't get um, too, too, the dog too excited because we're looking for calmness. We're looking for calmness. Um, once your dog really knows it, though, you can definitely mark it with no and then correct and then at the beginning, put back. Eventually, the correction should get the dog to go back. Next. Chevy, I've been volunteering and working a lot for some trainers and working heaps on myself. And my previously reactive, dog reactive working line GSD is no longer reactive. Awesome. Awesome. Woo-hoo. Proud of you. Mr. Robert, oh, hey, hey, could you please recommend me how to train a dog that is not interested in receiving food treats at all besides an e-collar? Actually, I'm using it. Thanks. So, yeah. But, I mean, we don't use treats. We use the dog's daily food. So, what I would say is this is if you – if your feet – stop feeding the dog out of a bowl and start feeding the dog through training. Use its daily training for food. Um, use its food – I'm sorry. Use its food for daily training. And, uh, and then it's all leash work as well. And there's training style. There's training skills. There's leash handling skills. Um, you'll do that. That's how I want you to start. Next. Um, Sandra, just discovered neighbor's dog is a fence-fighting asshole. E-collar trained my dog to avoid the fence. Love you all madly, by the way. Yeah. Yep, definitely. You make it sucked for your fence. This is the thing. We can't. I, can't, I, was, I wrote that down to do, a, to do a tip of the day about that. How we can't control the world. We only can control how our dogs react to the world. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Next. Amen. Is this on Periscope? Where do you ask questions? Um, you didn't know it's not on Periscope. But when you're on, you're you're watching this on YouTube live. Amen. You don't know where the fuck you are. Amen. How the fuck did you get here? Yeah, you asked a question. Are you serious? Are you okay? Are you on Periscope? Are you? Where are you? Is <laughs> it no? Come on. YouTube. This is YouTube. You're watching YouTube. You're on YouTube live. You typed into the. You typed into the say something box. Yeah. Ask your question there. Welcome. Welcome. Pam, 
Continue about Andy. Use prong collar, tried remote collar, not sure if I'm doing it correctly. Seems to spin him up more. He constantly scans, just not a comfortable walk for either of us. Yeah, I mean, I would need, there's a lot of variables, Pam. That's why so many people do my Skypes. So many people do my Skypes because I can really, like, I mean, you can send me videos. I can watch you train. I mean, there's so many different things you can do. Like, you literally can be out with your dog, Skyping, showing your dog. And I'd be like, aha, what you just did, like, do something else. Next. Um, Melissa says, Ammon, you just asked a question. Jeff is on YouTube Live. He reads them in order they come in. Got it. Candy, why doesn't a dog lick people? Why doesn't a dog? Yeah, why doesn't a dog Are you, lick who, people? You want your dog to lick people? Ugh, really? I don't know. It, well, I don't know why it doesn't. I mean, my dogs don't lick people, and I want them to. Why does a dog lick people? Because that's what dogs do, but I don't want them to. Next. The Pichu. Oh, Pichu. Oh, shit. I forgot about the show. Haha. Ha, just came to say hi. Going to bed early today. All right. Good night, Pichu. Melissa posted um, the website for callers. Thank you. Amen. Hi, Jeff. I hope you are well. My dog whines when we stop on the walk until we walk again. It can go for hours. I don't ah. know if it's anxiety, but it's driving me crazy. Leash reactive dog, by the way. He's yeah. Wrong. So, Amen. Glad you figured out where you were. And um, so this is the thing, Amen. It's uh, your your dog is whining because it's aroused. It's aroused. So what I want you to do is, is de-arouse your dog. So a remote collar is going to dramatically help you. And a lot of people are like, oh, so you're going to, you're going to shut down the dog. No, we're not going to shut down the dog, but, and I like drivey dogs. I like a drivey dog, but on the walk, on a basic walk with a dog where we're just walking like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, the dog should be calm. The dog should be calm. So, Eamon, I've got a, I've got an idea that your dog is actually overly aroused, overly aroused. So, the whining you can stop though. Stop the whining with a leash pop. So, we had a client that came in today, a one-on-one client who they came into their first session last week. The dog was whining out of control, and now this week it's doing much better. How did it stop? More structure in the house, a good a good firm pop as well. Next. Melissa said, what, what would Jeff do merch? He's got hats now too. Shop here. Posted the link to the merch. Oh, yeah. What would Jeff do? Make sure when you order the shirts, you order them. <clears throat> Look at the size chart. They're running small. Next. Sebastian, thank you so much for the tips, Jeff. You're helping me so much. You're welcome, Sebastian. Angels Vlog, what made you start the company and training? Oh, I've said that a million, million times. So I had a really badly behaved dog and nobody could help me. I found somebody that could and... I started helping other people. Next. The rest is history. The rest is history. Yep. Robert, how do I stop my five-month dog from biting me when I get home? We already answered that question. That, right? yep. Yep. Um, you mad, bro? Jeff, how do I get my dog to bite? I have the sleeve, and the dog loves that as a toy, but won't bite when it's on a person. I know. I know. Well, in a way, that's in a way that's good. So, so you mad, bro? I don't do bite work. My dogs do bite work. I don't train bite work. So what I want you to do is I want you to – look up some videos from some sport dog trainers, from some sport dog trainers. It's sort of a mind fuck to the dog because the dog is aware that it's on you. So what they're probably going to do is tell you to like to use it as a tug toy, but believe it or not, transitioning from a tug toy or a toy to on the arm, it's different. It's different for a lot of dogs, but I don't, I don't have the skill set for that. So talk to a sport dog trainer next. 
Roseanne. Thanks. I believe whatever you say. I'm just learning and you're my Jedi master. Well, don't believe everything because it might not be applicable towards you. And I also don't know everything. And there's also many, many people out there that have got, you know, might be more applicable information to your situation. Next. Ryan says, thanks. Um, Tammy, yep. I found you through others bashing you. And not only did you help me, but have helped others through me. Yep. Thank you. So Tammy, you, you, na- you, you nailed it on the head right there. So I have, I can't tell you how many people have been to my, so myself, Sean O'Shea and Tori Smith, we do something called train the trainers. It's uh, called the T3 seminar. It's a $4,000 one week seminar. We've done, Sean and I have done 36 of them, maybe, maybe 36 of them. There's, there's, we've probably generated, uh, it wasn't always $4,000. Let's say it's say there's been an average of $3,000. 10% of the people that are there minimum. We've probably generated a quarter million dollars in revenue from people that just found out about hate just from that one specific seminar, quarter million dollars. Just from that one specific seminar. That's just one thing that I do three times a year. Yeah. No, not that high. I'm sorry. That'd be too many people. That'd be a hundred. That'd be 120. Half of that, about a hundred thousand dollars. I'm just thinking about two people per each time. That's eight. I'm thinking eight thousand dollars times thirty. 30 seminars is a quarter million, but we haven't always done $4,000 a seminar. That's why. Yeah. We'll shrink it down a little bit. A lot of money. And that's just one thing I do. And then there's Skype sessions. And then there's seminar tickets, which I've done almost 150 seminars. Then there's those. And then there's, watch it, I monetize my videos on YouTube. And then there's people actually hiring us for board and train. I mean, it's it's an incredible amount of money that, that... People have found us through people that don't like us and that have publicly bashed us. And then they hear about us for the first time. It's an incredible amount of money. I'm, a, I'm blown away. I'm blown away though. I'm blown away by people that do that. Next. Marty cool dog. Totally. I found you because someone said, yeah, I used to not like Jeff, but he is right on. Whoa. Had to look you up. Yeah. I get that a lot too. I used to hate you, Jeff. <laughs> Next. Alyssa, did you know bonkers work on cats too? Yeah. Give it a try for cats jumping on the table. Haha. Ha. Our yep. dog is also a different dog after finding your vids about a month ago. Thank you. Oh, yeah. They work great on cats. Anything thrown at a cat works good. Take a fucking shoe off and throw it at the cat. <laughs> the dog house. Haha. Ha, sorry. Yes, it was for the remote caller question. <laughs> oh, well, the top chat only lost so many letters. Yes, use it for the remote caller. I deciphered caller. it. No worries. Yep. Um, Mr. CPS donated $4.99. Oh, shit. Why didn't we see that? Because it's not. I don't know. It's four ninety nine. Yeah, four ninety nine and yeah. like four ninety eight to the cutoff. Yeah. Know. Yep. Will be. Thanks, Jeff. I will check it out. Keep up the good work. Awesome. Thank you. Stephanie had dog on long line working on e collar heel. Another dog walked by, went nuts at us, and I tripped on the line and couldn't watch my dog closely in case correction was needed. She didn't react. Progress. Awesome. So if you're working it on heel, why is that on a long line? I would I would switch over to a short line just for the reason that you're struggling with. Next. Shane, any chance you ever come to the east coast of Canada? Come in season. I'll buy you some lobster. Um, I'm cool. in Providence, Rhode Island. I have all the fucking lobster that I want, but that's not enough of an incentive. Helping a lot of people is a big incentive. Um, east coast of Canada is in Nova Scotia? 
East Coast. Yeah. No, like Montreal. Well, Montreal. Yeah. If I'm if you're Montreal, a Providence is close to Montreal. I'm going to be Buffalo, New York, close to Are Montreal. You doing one in on the East Coast of Canada though. You're doing Vancouver. I'm doing I'm else. doing Collingwood. Yeah, that's tech, that's kind of easy. Yeah, not really. I mean, Canada keeps going a little yeah. bit farther. It depends what your depends what your definition of East Coast is. I'm in Collingwood, but then I'm also in I'm in Buffalo, New York, right below Toronto. I'm in Sharon Springs, which is close to it's the highway system. Sort of runs by there that that I would head to go up to Montreal next. Um, Amen. Thanks for answering. Don't know if we'll be. <laughs> I can't read tonight. Don't know if you'll get to this answer. I do pop the leash, but it keeps going anyway. I bought a crate, and I'm going to structure the hell out of him. He is very aroused, like you said. Yeah. So, Always hyper-focused on everything that moves. Yeah, do that. And you, you're also going to have to use a remote collar, possibly. You don't have to. It's going to really help you. You need to break the cycle of arousal. And so many dogs are like that. Next. Um, Caitlin, my dog is scared of box fans and brooms. How do I get her to not be scared of them? She will always run and hide when we have them out. Thanks. Um, what I would do is teach the dog down, teach the dog place, put them out. And then you, what you're doing is you're, if the dog breaks command, you're punishing the dog for breaking the command, not for being afraid of the, the, the box fan. Then the dog gets used to the box fan next or whatever other environmental your dog is nervous about. Um, Lindsay. Your business and success in dog training is an inspiration. Oh, cool. Thank you. Sebastian, just ordered a 2.25 millimeter Herm Springer prong. Hopefully it helps our dogs. Yeah, it will. You might have the extra link for if it's a, is it a Frenchie or a Boston Terrier? I forgot. I don't know. Next. Shane says Montreal in all caps. Don't yell yes. at me, Shane. Whoa. Whoa. Thank you, Shane. He says it's pretty central. So Shane, thanks for schooling her <laughs> instead of me. Oh my God. Thank you. Right. I never hear the end of it. <laughs> London, LOL. Hey, Jeff, I'm getting a two-week, I'm getting two eight-week-old brother chihuahuas. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't even finish the question. Don't do it. Stop right there. Do not do it. <laughs> I was wondering if it was okay leaving them in the crate at that young of an age for 10 hours a day because they have to work. What should I do? Okay. So... Number one, don't get two dogs at eight weeks old. Absolutely not. Don't do it. Number two, if you have to leave the dogs for 10 hours a day at that age, don't get dogs right now in your life. You're not ready. You're not ready to get puppies. No. The the dogs are good for two to three hours tops. Tops. Raising a puppy takes lots of time. Lots of time. 10 hours a day is is a lot for a lot of dogs, actually. So I would suggest you don't do it. Next. Um, Shane says we got Nova Scotia. Pay? Prince Edward Island. Okay. That's P-E-I. Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> Who abbreviates that? Every, <laughs> like, everybody. Prom? Providence? Like, no, I don't ever, I've never been to Canada. Why would I know that? PEI <laughs> is standard, is standard abbreviation. Everyone, rip on Joelle tonight, okay? <laughs> Do your own damn show. <laughs> Prince Ed, right. PEI is Prince Edward Island. Um, you want to talk about snow? Then you get snow. I don't even know where I am and now. Then you, you know, you've got Newfoundland. You, you, know, you know about Newfoundland up there, too? You get Newfoundland as well. In 
New Brunswick. Yes. If you were interested. Yes. I'm very familiar. Okay, I'm great. Glad you did. Glad you watched. Yes. Karen, I used my heavy glove while walking today as a bonker and worked wonderful. Just hope the neighbors didn't see it. Haha. Ha. You're right about dog needing correction to see me as more important. Thanks. Yep, definitely. Next. Um, Shane, thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. No, thank you, Shane. Eamon, last question, I swear. My dog is a 3.0. There's only six links left on it um, for it to be two, for it to be snug. Is it bad because they aren't enough? Should I switch to a 2.25? Took 3.0 because he has a double coat. Yeah, I mean, I did, I mean, so you got six, six all together. That's not the worst. I mean, the 225 might not work well on a double coat dog. You can try. You could try 225. You probably have to actually get links, actually add links to it. Um, all depends on your training skills, too. Sometimes you need sometimes you need the power of a three three millimeter. All depends on where your dog is in the training cycle. I mean, if it if you have to at all use it to hold your dog back, which you shouldn't, but I mean it's a dog and you're a person and life goes on. Um 225 might be a little bit challenging. But yeah, I mean I love 225s. Next. John, I have a 16-week-old lab collie mix. Is 16 weeks too young for a prong collar as puppy gets excited when on walks no, and holds the whole way? absolutely not. You absolutely can do um, – um, uh, let's remove this. We can't promote someone else's channel. Um, 16 weeks old, it's four months old. You absolutely can have a prong collar on that dog. Mm, that's all I got for now. Oh, shoot. I just undid it. There we go. Uh there we go. Okay. Um, so what I want folks to do is they can go to solid canine training, solid canine training. And they can see everything we do from there. See everything we do. We can, you can go to, um, obviously you're on YouTube. You can go to our Instagram channel. A lot of stuff's on Instagram, especially Instagram stories. We, we put a lot of stuff on Instagram stories. We put a lot of things on um, Facebook. Um, oh, wow. We just got to sold a ticket to... The New Jersey seminar. Thank you. Be healed dog training. She says, Joelle, I read it as pay too. <laughs> had no clue. It was an abbreviation. You're not alone. How do you not know? <laughs> How the fuck do you not know? Are you serious? Yeah. Charlotte knows. <laughs> yeah. Charlotte knows. Ask Charlotte what P-E-I is. She'll go, Mama. <laughs> it means Prince, Prince Edward, Edward Island. <laughs> How old Charlotte? Angela probably Char Charlotte's like what? Five? Not even. Not even. She'll, she'll know. Um, let's see. All right. We got some more. Pam says, I'll be Skyping with you. We'll set up. So no video needed to give you an idea of what we are up against. Yeah, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. Next. Bitless Equestrian. Hey, just got back from the gym. Oh, cool. Nice. Anyway, I talked to you earlier on Instagram. Uh, she was on Instagram, my Instagram. I did an Instagram live. So, you know, I was Instagramming live, the dogs playing Chuck it today. It's been a long time. I think ever since maybe since Ronan died. I really haven't done much. Have I? Yeah, maybe I have. It just seems like a long time since I've done an Instagram live. Next. Do more. Um, we can start vlogging your whole life. Sure. We'll do lives with him at the uh, well, gym. You, but you can do it lives on the road. You can do it on the, about leg day. You can do it on the road. Live? Sure. No, not lives, but just like. We do stories. We do a lot of yeah, we do we do a lot, we do a lot of road, stories we when we're on the road. Yeah. yeah. Because then someone can do it for me. Next. I'm with D Rock. Um Fitless Equestrian. Coming back to see you guys doing a live is always awesome. Nice. Shane's has become citizens of the world. Yes. 
Mike, just saying hi, I submitted my question on Patreon. Awesome. Yeah, Mike, we'll do the Patreon at the end of the week. Um, Michelle, another great show. And even though I have no questions, I always learn lots. Thank you very much. Have a great night. What did you say? You didn't do... Um, I skipped it by accident. It was above. And then I just oh, realized oh, I didn't Sandra and then Karen, yeah. So now it's Sandra. Folks who are new to this technique as I am, the training videos Jeff has rock. Just be prepared to get addicted to binge watching. Yeah, that's what I hear. I hear people really are... They're diving deep into these. They're diving deep. Yeah. Good. Yep. I'm excited for people. Damn, I, 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 it's got to be a great feeling to just be struggling with something and then make things better. Show your pop socket. Who wants pop sockets? Right there. That was a target. You know what pop sockets go for? They're a lot. $14.99. I told you. We're charging $10.99 for a freaking custom one. I told you. $14.99 for a fucking pop socket. I told you. I felt bad about it. Like, I wanted some for $11.99 to make a make a little bit of a profit on them. I told you they go for $15. Jeez Louise. Hey, I know. Me? I might not know freaking abbreviations, but I know damn pop socket prices. <laughs> Shane says, what is Patreon? Uh, go to patreon.com slash solid canine training and you can read about it. It's another platform that I utilize that I actually can give out even more help. Next. Marnie Cool Dog did a bunch of clapping and okay symbols. Nice. Uh, Russ says you need a D-Rock. I know, Russ. I know. I kind of am, but yeah. like I do everything else. <laughs> I know. Definitely. Teary, binge watch for hours is right. I know. The M. Kate, you guys are awesome. I have added the 2.25 in the mini educator, and my dog looks beautiful walking at my side. Thank you. Awesome. Jacqueline, just got a 12-week-old kind of corso female. Is a prong collar okay to use now or use regular leash collar? In a 12-week-old corso, you could probably start. Just be really, really gentle. I'd get the dog used to some sort of leash pressure first. How about Mr. CTS? Um, you asked the question like a hundred times, it's but been retracted. So. Now here's one. Yeah. You, because you asked for some reason, the question came up like 15 times. Hey Jeff, thanks to your videos. I've saved hundreds of dollars on training. My four year old pit bull. She's great at recall on and off leash recall uh, on another leash heel. Um, thanks bro. Yeah. She retracted a bunch because like, I, I'm seeing Dude, it. Like, that's not even showing up on mine. Yeah. I'm seeing it like four times myself. Mm. Next. Jacqueline just got 12. Oh, I read that. Pam, Vegas seminar. Dogs can stay at the Flamingo. Would love to go. Yeah, they can. Heck yeah, they can. Yeah, we have a room block. Did I forward that to Amanda yet? Remind me to email Amanda after the show okay. um, about the room block. Yeah, we have we have a room block at the um, at the Flamingo. Next. London, LOL. So when do you think it's okay for me to get a puppy? I wanted a young enough dog to grow up with my kids. <sighs> this is the thing. This is the thing. Keep in mind the adult. The adult has to train the dog. Children don't train dogs. Most adults don't train dogs. You've got to be around. And first of all, so you can also get a one-year-old dog that will grow up with the kids. You can get a two-year-old dog that will grow up with the kids. Your average, their average owner, the dog doesn't last the first year in the house because of problems. And they, like the, all the problems that I fix because. People got a dog with that same philosophy. I'm a huge fan of family pets. That's how I make a living. But in eight eight week, but first of all, but you wanted to get two of them, and you don't need two. Now I'm not against multi dog households, but you don't need two dogs all at once. And then you're pretty much they're just going to be they're, they're they're home all day. They need a lot of interaction. 
So then you have to look, you know, I would get a little bit of an older dog, then look into a doggy daycare or a pet sitter to help break up the day. Next. Robert Space, Jeff, my pit bull was attacked by an off-leash blue healer today. My dog reacted by trying to defend himself. What do you do in that moment? Can you use a command to get the dog away from the dog? I don't know which dog would get away from which dog. If my dog was being attacked by a dog, we're all jumping in. I'm not correcting my dog for defending itself at all, ever. Nope, sorry. If someone's going to the vet, I don't want it to be my dog's. So between me and my dogs, and I'm a nonviolent person, but it's called like, no, it's called self-defense, neutralizing the threat. So I would, I would, you don't give it, there's no command. There's just being physical. So all negotiations are off. The talks are off. The talks have ceased. There's a time and a place for violence. And you match violence with violence, especially in the animal kingdom. That's how you earn respect in the animal kingdom is through the act of violence to protect yourself or violence to neutralize somebody or the threat of violence. It's the way it is. Watch National Geographic, guys. I mean, not you, but I'm sure you know this. Next. Oh, shit. It's what we've been on long enough. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we have to end the show. It's time to go. We catch a flight to Seattle tomorrow. We're flying out of Boston on JetBlue. Thank you, JetBlue, for being a great airline. Um, I'll always fly you. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's other airlines that won't fly anymore after being on it for the first time, and they nickel and dime you to death. And I love flying. I love to fly. Not me. I do. Love it, love it, love it. Um, and then we'll be documenting this weekend. We'll be in Seattle. Supposedly, there's a... Big, what do they call that? Storm again? Snow again? Three inches? Not even. Two inches. So, yeah, we'll see. All right, guys. Madly in love with you. Jeff Gellman, Solid K9 Training. And uh, we're going to be doing the show on, um, pay attention to the time of the show. You said nine. Well, that's 9 p.m. Because we're going out for dinner. We're doing dinner. So we got dinner with our hosts. We'll probably be back by nine. And then... um, that's nine o'clock Pacific time. So that's all. By the so that's so midnight. Th- three hours. Here. It's midnight here. Yeah, midnight here. All right, all right, guys. Pay attention to the times. Love you all. Take care. Bye bye.